0: Indeed, all praise is due to Allah. We thank Him, we seek His help. We ask for His his forgiveness regarding the evils of our own selves and the evils of our actions. Whoever Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has guided, none can misguide. And whoever Allah has left to go astray, then none can guide. And I bear witness that there is no Lord no authority worthy of worship except Allah, and that the Prophet Muhammad sallallahu is his messenger. O you who believe, fear be Allah, be conscious of Allah as he deserves to be feared, and do not die except in a state of complete submission to him. In the Quran, in Surah An-Nisa, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, A'udhu billahi <laughs> Allah tells the Prophet Muhammad that indeed we've revealed the book to you with the truth so that you may judge amongst people regarding what Allah has shown you The context of this verse, you find in Tafsir Jalalain that the context of revelation of this verse was that there was a man called Ta'ama who stole a shield belonging to his neighbor. This was in Medina. He stole a shield belonging to his neighbor and then took that shield and went to hide it in the house of someone. And then the next day, so he went to hide the shield in the house of a Jewish man, with a Jewish person. The next day, what Tharma didn't know, of course, was that this shield was kept in a place that had wheat, brown wheat in it. So that when he was stealing it at night, he didn't know that it left traces of the wheat to the place where he left the shield. So the next day, the owner of the shield followed the traces of the wheat And got to the house of the Jewish man and said to him where is my shield and the man was surprised he said so so and so gave me Ta'ama gave me this shield to keep for him when the man went to meet Ta'ama and said did you take my shield and give it to this man Ta'ama said I'd never seen this before it's not my shield I never took the shield I've never seen this before, this man must have stolen the shield. This Jewish man must have stolen the shield. Not only did Ta'ma did that, he also went to his companions who were also people like Ta'ma. They were people that on the outer, you look at them, you think they're Muslims. But on the inner, they reject Allah's rules. These were the Munafiqeen of Medina, right? So he called his companions and his family and he made them swear in the presence of the Messenger of Allah that they had never seen Ta'amah take that shield and Ta'amah doesn't know this man that it was the Jewish man that stole the shield. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala watched this event from the seven heavens. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in seeing this event, the Prophet Muhammad Sallallahu Alaihi was left with a situation where a group of Muslims, at least on the outer, were claiming this is the truth, this is what it is. Yet, one man alone, right? One Jewish man. Allah saw it fit to reveal Quranic verses to exonerate this man. To exonerate a Jewish man amongst a Muslim community. This is the Lord we worship. This is our Lord. Our Lord is one of his names is Al-Adil, the just. Allah saw it befitting to reveal Quranic verses that we recite till date over a thousand years after that exonerates one man. Right? If this is the Lord we worship, then do we not think that Allah sees what's going on around us now? Unfortunately, we live on times where disinformation is the order of the day. But there are not enough people that are inheritors of our Prophet Muhammad Sallallahu that we go to and recognize the reality of what's going, of what's happening. Because these people see with another type of light they recognize in every musibah that happens that this is an opportunity to run to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And as such, in this situation that we just recited, that we just mentioned, this story, Allah revealed verses to exonerate one person amongst others. And by the way, Ta'ama eventually left Medina and ended up being a full-time thief and was killed in one of his when he was trying to build a tunnel. What does that show us? With the passage of time, the truth will always become manifest. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is never on the side of wrongdoers, no matter their numbers, no matter what they claim to say, no matter how they look. Allah is always on the side of the oppressed. Whether it is one Jewish person amongst a group of Muslims, or whether it is any group of people anywhere in the world that are oppressed. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is always with the oppressed. That's one story to remember. And we should remind ourselves because we do not see Allah's actions, because we do not see everything that Allah is doing doesn't mean Allah is doing nothing. Because we are not witnessing Allah's reaction or Allah's action or we don't know everything Allah has written Doesn't mean that people who do wrong will just go scot-free We are people that Allah has promised victory You will always be in the highest position But it comes with a condition If you are believers we are believers, what does it mean to be a believers? The first aspect of belief is الَّذِينَ ghaib. We believe in things we don't see. We believe that Allah exists even if we don't see Him with our very eyes. We believe that there is a day of judgment. That wrong actions will not just go scot-free. That indiscriminate killing will not just end up being a footnote in history. Allah that sees, right? That is the judge is watching. And we as his servants should know that our point of call and our point of authority is always Allah. We should not seek for justice with anyone other than Allah. Meaning we should not expect any authority or any group of people that, oh, these are the people that will be always just. As long as there are people that will do things right and they will do things wrong. But with Allah, Allah is always just. So let us not let our powerlessness, our inability to effect change or to change the situations of those that are suffering, let us never let that lead us to any despair. Because we have a Lord that has power to do all things. We have a Lord innama amruhu idha arada shay'an an lahu kun His matter is that whenever he wills something, all he needs to say is be and it becomes. So that is the very important aspect of our faith. We believe that Allah is in control. We believe that Allah envelopes everything with his knowledge and his power and his ability. So a believer will never be pushed to despair at times of tribulation. All they will be pushed to is to run back to Allah. Every tribulation is an opportunity for tawbah, is an opportunity to run back to Allah. What did Prophet Yunus bin Matta say when he was in the bottom of the ocean, in the belly of a whale? What did he see that opportunity as to do? What did he say? وَنَادَى فِي الظُّلُماتِ إِلَّا إِلَّا أنت. He cried in a state of complete darkness. There is no God but You, Allah. He was speaking to Allah in the second person. And that's how close he felt to Allah, even in the belly of a whale, in the bottom of the ocean. سُبْحَانَكَ إِنِّي كُنْتُ مِنَ الظَّالِمِينِ He said, glory be to you, Allah. Indeed, I was of the wrongdoers. This is a prophet. So what should we do as believers when we find ourselves in tribulation? It's an opportunity for tawbah. It's an opportunity for awbah. It's an opportunity for repentance and return back to Allah. We have another story in the Quran. This happened after the battle of Uhud. The Battle of Uhud was one which the believers faced their first big, huge loss. At least on the battlefield it seemed, right? Many of the companions of the Prophet Muhammad were killed. His own uncle, right? Many people were killed. What did he, what happened at this point? Immediately after the battle, Abu Sufyan came and shouted and he said, Let's meet again tomorrow and just finish this off, right? Let's meet again and just finish this off. There were companions who still had blood on their limbs, who still had so much injury, some couldn't even walk. And the Prophet Muhammad Sallallahu response was, yes, we will meet you there, Right? But it wasn't just yes, we will meet you there. What was the response that Allah quoted in the Quran? <laughs> Those who people said to them, "In an army, a group of people have gathered against you, so be afraid of them." <laughs> but he only increased them in faith. وَقَالُوا حسبنا الله And they said Allah is sufficient for us. حَسْبُنَ اللَّهُ وَنِعْمَ الوكيل Allah is sufficient for us. And what an excellent guardian Allah is. Now these people Some of them had to be carried and some of them had to be lifted to turn up the next day. But why did they still turn up? Where did they get that kind of motivation from? They got it from their unwavering belief in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. They got it from their looking at the messenger of Allah and knowing that they have the messenger of Allah with them. Right? We still have the book of Allah with us and we have the inheritance of the prophets around us. And we, no matter how defeated we might look, and no matter how oppressed our brothers and sisters might be, we still have Allah. And as long as we have Allah, hasbuna Allahu wa ni'mal Allah would suffice us. And this is a dua perhaps that we should all have a regular recitation of some of our scholars say we should recite this 450 times in the mornings and evenings. We should all read this dua, حَسْبُنَ wa ni'mal الْوَكِيلُ That Allah suffices us and what an excellent guardian Allah is. With the hope that we have no one else to turn to for truth other than Allah. That we have no one else to turn to for hope other than Allah. And that we have no one to rely on. To rectify things other than Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. This is the reality of the majority of us. Right? And Allah will always suffice those who run to Him. What did Allah say in the next verse? They returned with blessings from their Lord and bounty, no harm touched them, no harm afflicted them, and they followed the pleasure of Allah. So this is a reminder for myself and everyone that as bleak as the situation with our brothers and sisters in Gaza might look, let's run back to Allah. Let's make this an opportunity to run to Allah because this is what the people before us have done and they attained success with that and this is a tried tested and repeatable method of attaining success by running to Allah by putting our trust in Allah by putting our hope in Allah wala hawla wala illa